Hello, everyone who's listening out there in podcast listening land. Uh, welcome to the Metal Politics and Chill podcast, episode two. And I have a guest here today, Mr. Jake from Fallacy. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, I want to preface this and say uh, none of my views reflect anything from the band. So don't take awesome yeah don't cancel us or whatever i think they're gonna they're gonna like the fact that you said that because like i i told um i think i told andrew uh that you were gonna be on the podcast and he was like oh get ready yeah (laughs) uh i'm not allowed to talk yeah (laughs) at all they don't let me say things yeah and yet you're the front man yeah well it's not like i say anything bad i'm just really fucking dumb yeah they don't want they don't want me dragging the band down that, yeah. whatever fucking road that is. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, ah, it's still rad. So, what have you guys been working on recently? Like, cause uh, the I've been talking with the other guys in the band, and they just said like they have uh, that you guys have kind of been writing a few songs, but like you haven't really been working on anything. Uh, yeah, we've been working on uh, two songs mm. so far. Um, one has got like a working title, and mm. the other is a forgotten face, which we've been slacking on. But we're also we've been kind of hammering it home. Uh, mm. Our next show will probably play it. Oh, sweet! Most likely, I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah, I it's uh, I see a lot of bands kind of cranking out new tunes. I've been trying to get on that. But like it's frustrating. It is like, and especially with like the stuff that I gotta do because I got like school and I got work and I got internships and shit like that. And so I like, like you can see right there, like that's an entire album I got planned on the oh, wall. Oh shit! I didn't even see that. Yeah, but um, but like all of those are like only three of them are in a thing that I like completed in a in a way that I would be fine if I rec- could record them and put them out. But, like, the other ones are just, like, working titles and stuff I haven't finished yet. Yeah, there are 11 of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, like, because I got 10 of them that are serious. <laughs> and I got a bonus track um, called Minefield Backyard. Oh, <laughs> Dude, okay, I got to tell you how I, how I came up with it. So I was um, I was hanging out. Um, my family went to see uh, – to hang out with some friends of mine, uh, the friends of the family. And they have a second house that's on a beach that they're hoping to um, fix up and uh, and sell out, uh, kind of rent out, kind of stuff. And so um, they, uh, we were hanging out, and the house is structured so that it's, <laughs> um, so that the backyard is this giant patch of sand that like goes for about like fifty feet and then turns into the beach, and so. They wanted to turn it into like some kind of maybe grassy thing or some cement, put up, I don't know, something there. Um, and I went up to them as a joke and I just said, okay, but I think you're missing the big picture here. Two words, minefield, backyard. And I was just like, okay, listen here. Okay, so you could put a bunch of minefields in there and then if anyone tries to steal your shit, then they get blown up by the minefield. And then if you want some entertainment, you could just put a big chest of money in there and then just, just sit back and watch <laughs> and, just, wait, and just, w- just wait for them to come and pop some popcorn. And so they, one of the, one of the, 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 the wife there, she said, 
oh, that sounds like some one of your metal songs. I was like, if I was, if I took myself a little less seriously, maybe if I was like Municipal Waste or something like that. And then I thought to myself, damn, that's actually kind of a funny idea. Yeah, and then bonus track. And, yeah. bon- and then I just like, and then the song like started writing the lyrics in my head, un like like just automatically my mind just started coming up with like the stupidest lyrics and i then i i came home i recorded it i wrote it and i just and it and i uh so that's why it's written on the wall minefield backyard perfect in every way <laughs> because like all the other stuff has like stuff to work that's on that's really funny so of everything that you got worked on the throwaway bonus the track throwaway the bonus track is the one that's concrete. perfect I am perfect. I am perfectly happy with it. Yeah, I I was originally going to like suggest that for uh, Final Out by Nature, but unfortunately that didn't work out, yeah. and I ended up leaving. So it is what it is. But one bonus track for Turbulence that I think the one fan will enjoy. All right, no, you gotta keep that shit for yourself. Man. <laughs> I keep all the good stuff for me. <laughs> totally, I feel that. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it was pretty rad. So, yeah, uh, do you guys are you guys um, in the works for an album or anything like that? I've been fucking pushing it like violently <laughs> with them. Um, I wasn't uh, thrilled. I'm pretty actually open about the fact that I wasn't thrilled with how our demo came out. Mm. Um, and I, my, I just want to re-record it, man. Yeah. Um, and we've played. The songs have grown a lot since we fucking recorded them. Yeah. Even in the process of us recording them, it took us so fucking long to do the demo that by the time we were done, we didn't even play it that way anymore. So it just sounds weird. And then we made all these like rookie mistakes, like, oh, we recorded it too slow. We did all these things. Mm. Uh, I personally would like to believe I got better since because <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, totally. it's a little rough. It's hard like, for I, me to listen to. Well, totally. Like I, 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 I go back and listen to it every once in a while. and I don't. And Well, you know, but the thing is – this and and I don't think you'll even take this as offense. Like sometimes I'll skip the songs to listen to some of your new stuff because I'm just like, dude, they sound so much tighter and better. Oh yeah, no. yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Not, not that not that I hate the songs because the songs are rad. Um and and night uh night stalker is still one night of drifter. the night drifter. Oh, that's, one, that's still one of my favorites. Night drifter, right? That 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 clean riff. Oh, dude! I, I I heard it, and I was just, on on the first night that I saw you guys live, and I was just like, "Okay, who's the genius who came up with that?" Uh, that was all Travis. Oh, to- yeah, yeah, that I song told- was his I, baby. That kid. I, I asked uh, Esteban. I was like, "Did you write that?" He was like, "No, that was Travis." And I was like, "The bass player?" <laughs> yeah, no, dude. He uh, I guess we worked too slow for him because he. I mean, his excuse is that it wouldn't fit our sound, but uh, the perilous mind yeah what he's working on so he has all this fucking music that wouldn't wouldn't sound good for fallacy but it, it's, <laughs> it i'm i'm just salty because it's all it's good i like it i, I it pisses me off because it's not our shit yeah he, shit. he he would he was telling me about it a long time before um like a few years ago he was talking about like working on his solo project yeah he, and, this has been and, in the works for him for a long time and and he was and i was like dude like totally i'm looking forward to it and if i'm being honest like i, I was partially thinking 
um, and it's probably not going to happen for a few years or something like that. And he's like, oh, I'm working on it right now. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, cool. I think they already got the drums tracked out for it that they got. Uh, yeah, I think because cause, uh, um, Andrew was talking about it, and he was saying, like, yeah, we went in and we rushed it, so we had to re-record it. And I was like, oh, God, oh, that's painful. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Yeah. That's Travis. <laughs> nah, yeah. Um, that's cool. I, that's definitely the approach to take because our demo, we we didn't rush at all, mm-hmm. but like there were definitely things that I wish I could have went back and record, re-recorded. Oh yeah, totally. Like, and I'm the and same way. With, with, I'm witness. the same way with my music. Like, cause, cause like I don't even <clears throat> listen to to my my old music from like the first Turbulence EP I put out, EP, Saints yeah. of Madness. Like, cause I listen well, to dude, it. It's night and day between the shit that you put out then and now. Oh, totally. That, yeah. That new fucking song is like <laughs> a lot of develop, a lot of growth. Oh yeah, man, totally. Like, good. cause like I I I almost. I almost see like <laughs> it's kind of funny because I so so many times I I draw so much inspiration from people that I accidentally rip them off and so like I see like I I almost say look at each of my EPs as okay which band did I rip off with this one so Saints of Madness is ripping off Metallica uh, Two Minutes Hate is me ripping off Havoc and X more and and uh. Uh, Warbringer, and then uh, the newer one is me ripping off Ex Mortis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so easy to do that. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't write because I'm fucking kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, like I, like I could play guitar, but I can't play like metal at all. I, I don't want to. Like, yeah. if anything, I could do like Stoner or Doom, where it's nice and slow and crunchy and fun. But yeah. um, no. Uh, our writing process, at least me and Esteban, if I'm doing a song, it's usually me and Esteban, is we'll uh, go to his garage, we'll have, like, we'll promise to work on it, and we'll end up just drinking. <laughs> and, but, like, after, like, six or seven months, it's usually me being, like, no, dude, I, like, this part, like, a chuggy part, and that's it. That's the extent <laughs> this of This part my, right here? Yeah, it's gotta be chuggy. <laughs> that's the extent of my musical knowledge, or I'll be like, hey, dude, you know that part at the end of uh, Evil Never Dies But Overkill? I want that. And it's like, <laughs> Okay, well, well, you know, we'll, John, we'll try and do that. But. John Keeble does some of the same stuff in like Warbringer. Like I think he was talking in the in the Science of Thrash. Like he he kind of basically because he he doesn't play guitar at all, so he would just say to the band members, "Okay, this is what I'm thinking." Like and so like he like told the the bass player, and I don't know if you listened to my uh, the first episode. Yeah. Uh, but I was talking about how he was talking about with the the Heart of Darkness uh, bass line. That oh, he was wording that. Too. Like he, he told him he told him like I want. It's, it's so funny. He said I want it to sound like a river. I want it to sound like you're going down a river. Yeah, man, that's and, easy. That's the most keyboard shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I I love I love the way he talks. It's yeah, the it's best. Great. I I you probably heard my impression of him, but like he's like. So for this song, I was really trying to get into the into the mind frame of World War One in the industrial age, and I just, whenever I hear him talk, I'm just like, dude, I want you to teach a class because, and that he's like told me like when I chatted with him, um, and the two times I saw him, I saw him when I saw when uh, in September of last year when Warbringer played at the Whiskey, and then he was at the Ex Morta show in December, and I saw him again. And he remembered me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and 
and so but yeah he told me like he wants to he's trying to get his bachelor's in um in like to be a, a college professor and and teach and i'm like dude that's gotta be like the dopest i could see that the, yeah. like that's gonna be the dopest class and then on weekends <laughs> you know what he's doing <laughs> that's a weird one i know uh who's i fucking forgot his first name i know it's greg i don't remember his last name i don't want to get it wrong the dude from bad religion i know Mm -hmm. he's a professor at fucking like ucla i think damn i've always thought that was like the weirdest thing ever to like (laughs) and i'm probably also wrong about it but i know carl willits i think was a history like a high school history teacher from bolt thrower Mm -hmm. i just can't imagine like i i heard from conan from ex mortis that john uh teaches like math classes to um he i don't know if he's tutoring or if he teaches like straight up classes for math it's not what he wants to do but he wants to teach yeah no i could see that and that's pretty rad his like four days of having an instagram account were really cool (laughs) he was like posting like this is the uh, Soviet T-34 tank. It had 0.34 millimeters of frontal armor, but it yeah. was sloped, so it was it. I was like, God, oh, this guy. Why? <laughs> this guy's fucking sick. This is so great. He knows his tanks. Yeah. He. Oh, dude, he's such a World War One nut. Like, I love yeah. that about him. Like, he 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 knows his stuff. Like, he uh, and and he came he he came up with the glorious end when he went to like the world war one like memorial or something yeah, like that yeah. and he saw a uh a fallen a tombstone of a soldier with his last name and uh and uh got him thinking and so it's pretty rad um warbringer he he's one of my he's probably my fourth biggest vocal influence like i i i rank it like from five to one joe duplantier from gojira uh, I don't listen to Gojira. I'm sorry. I am fine. You, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not smart enough to listen to Gojira. They're fucking <laughs> I, thousand IQ. Fucking I kind of feel that. Prog. Like, they, because they're like they like have a lot of they're like, um, a buddy of mine kind of describes them as like a more evolved version of death metal, um, and I can kind of see that. Like, uh who like who said that yeah who said that um out of curiosity um okay um is it he, someone i know no okay good never mind then no. <laughs> you don't you were thinking, put him on blast i was like if you were thinking if andrew said that you I'm were thinking f- of andrew i'm a violently bullied <laughs> For, for saying some shit you, like that. You, I knew you were thinking of Andrew because he's the only guy in Fallacy I know who listens to Oh, he to loves them. Gojira. I know they're, oh, yeah. they're a huge influence on him. Oh, him totally. And, uh, Dave Lombardo, I think, are probably his yeah. two, two um, fatties. Yeah. I, I pers- and I personally agree with the guy, the friend, friend of mine who said that, just because, like, like death metal, because they, they started out, like, straight up death metal, and you can hear that a lot even now. But they've kind of gone there. It was kind of like a very similar to death, except like they went in a different direction. Like, because with death, like they started out like, like just no nonsense, just yeah, straight raw, death raw, metal. Death and then metal. as they went on, they started to get more progressive and melodic and technical and stuff like that. Gojira kind of did that, but they w- t- took a kind of different route with it. And it's not entirely the same. Oh, they went like, like Mastodon y. Yeah. Death. It, death metal it was pretty rad it's pretty rad and i like joe's vocal technique because it's because he can do like those death metal growls but then he also like brings it into like that yelling roar 
but he keeps that energy and i've like tried to do that and i've tried to replicate it and it's so oh, it's freaking hard to do fucking difficult. like yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 getting pretty gnarly at it though like i've i've been working on it and i've and i'm like i'm gonna try to do a cover of uh the art of dying um it's like and it is Gojira, okay, yes. Okay, cool. I know, <laughs> and, I know Gojira. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's number five. Number four, I would say, is John Keeble. Like, just, I I, I uh, found out about them, like, in 2017 when World of the Vanquished came out. Um, and the first one I heard was uh, Remain Violent. And I was just like, dude, what the hell is this guy? And why why is this so awesome? And number three is David Sanchez. Same kind of thing, really. Like, uh, And I never really... Like, before I listened to Death, he was the only guy who influenced what my, I do with my screams now. Because, like, I didn't know a human could make that sound. David Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, David Sanchez. Yeah. 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 And he's weird he had a weird evolution through their entire discography oh like, yeah from what he sounds like in burn oh way, yeah uh, totally uh, like his, his thing is yeah his like his <clears throat> and even now he kind of goes back to like his if he's not hitting the higher notes he has that sound where he's just like like if it's like uh interface with the infinite he's like a mysterious intelligence yeah, and then uh, he like goes oh, <laughs> And then like, and you're just like, whoa, where the hell did that come from? And uh, yeah, then uh, as far as like metal vocals go, like in the general aspect, I'd say two is uh, uh, Dave Mustaine, and uh, number one is Hetfield. Uh, just, the, but like if we're just talking about like like screaming and stuff like that i'd had to i'd have to add phil and salmo and uh and the growling of uh actually this might surprise you a monomarth like you ever know you know monomarth yeah yeah not yeah, good the, enough the to viking, talk about the viking yeah, metal but, band like, uh yom's viking uh or Yava. i I don't well, even know uh, how to pronounce it. Uh, Yom's Viking. Or yes, like that? yeah, that album's solid. Yeah, uh, Esteban showed me that. And yeah, it took me a long fucking time to get yeah. around to it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's rad. I I just remember, um, I first listened to them like in 2016, maybe, and because uh, a buddy of mine mentioned them in passing to his brother, who was like way into metal as well, um. And I was just like, who? And he was like, oh, Monomarth. And he was like, oh, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's death metal. And I didn't really listen to any death metal. Uh, the As far as it went with extreme vocals, you're probably going to hate me. Slipknot. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, I, st- I started sick. Good. Uh, not sick. Uh, their first album. What was was that just self-titled? I don't know. I don't know. I had a buddy was, in like fifth grade who I stole would... that CD from his like older brother. And that, that Slipknot gets a lot of, a lot of hate. And I don't like what they i don't did i don't know their later albums kind of fucking suck to they me. have they kind of i mean i don't know they they they're like a one-trick pony i think is i my, don't know my issue with iowa them. you cannot touch shit. iowa though like Which in my that? opinion is that the one with the, it's the pulse, one with the goat head on it the one with pulse of the maggots on it um it's the white album it has um uh disaster piece uh, people equal shit uh, I think I know that one. It's, I'm not a big Slipknot aficionado, man. Even I'm not. I just know that album is absolutely killer. 
um i think it's their second album if i'm not mistaken oh, okay. yeah but it, it was um i just i just really enjoy because uh, it it has like this this just fucking raw energy about it and Corey taylor hadn't blown his voice out just yet and uh but this is kind of the album that did it so this is like pre-stone sour Corey taylor i don't know oh yeah it's a second al- a- second album uh slipknot self-titled and then it goes to yeah, iowa yeah no, there's self-titles fine like yeah it's rad it's bad i enjoy it yeah but, um, um their n- new album we are not your kind not that bad I but like i haven't even I, Fuck, I didn't even know they came out with a new album. Jeez, <laughs> but be like surprised. But uh, yeah, but before I listened to like Amon Marth and stuff. Well, like Slipknot was the first band that got me into like intense vocals, because mostly because like before then I just I only exclusively listened to Metallica for like a year straight, and like they're still my favorite band. Like and I will defend them uh, to the last man which pisses travis off oh yeah he's a he he's a, he's a big metallica fan you know that he, they're later he, they're later he loves their i know he loves everything uh, after the jan justice for all he will just die for well he, no he doesn't even like the first four I, he told me in private that oh, he really yeah. likes load and reload oh he loves favorite. load and reload yeah, and he likes he, the he, come on the album cover, oh, totally. it's his favorite part. <laughs> yeah, and and he 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 will not. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. He's like not here to defend himself. I'm so happy, but he, you know, he's gonna he's gonna text us that at other at some point and just be like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm, 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 I even defend those albums, like, cause like Load and Reload. Okay, before you before you start, <laughs> before I'm you sorry start, for smirking, man. I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's so cool. But <laughs> <laughs> they're not bad albums. They're bad Metallica albums. Oh, they're horrible Metallica albums. Yes. Yeah, but uh, what is a Memory Remains? What album is that off of? That was off. Uh, that was off Reload. Yeah, I found that on a uh, SpongeBob music video <laughs> on YouTube in like 2008. <laughs> fucking shit rocked. I <laughs> I enjoyed I, it. <laughs> I <laughs> that's like the only song I could listen to from that era. Is I I I I. I will listen to them the but this is this is the thing like like they th- i i say this all the time they aren't bad albums they're bad metallica albums if like Im- imagine this imagine if load and reload maybe re- renamed were released as a james hetfield solo project i mean that'd be pretty par for the course is he doing solo shit he doesn't that's the thing that's he the needs issue to. he needs black to. in 2020 shouldn't have happened man i shut up Blackened I, in the air. Dude, it's rough. Dude. I don't mind it. Shouldn't it. Have been, it shouldn't have been a ballad. I don't care. What was I, the other? Oh, the album that they just came out with? with the the Symphony. S&M Symphony. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that live. Uh, Watch it. <laughs> I, I, I just, like, I have a thing, like, if you want to do a ballad, man, write a new ballad. Don't take your old music and ballad it I mean, it's just, I, I see I mean, it do as whatever a fun, you want. It's yeah, your, it's I see it band. as a, just a fun thing, and if you like it, you like it. I, I enjoyed it, it. I can't talk shit. It works. They have a lot more money than I do. Yeah, like, <laughs> seriously. So, yeah. Whatever works for you, dude. Yeah. I'm, and they enjoy themselves, to, obviously, if they're still yeah, doing it, hopefully. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, and and uh, I think they're working on a new album. I'm looking forward to it. Um, With uh, with S&M 2, I was so happy that I was able to go. Um, 
and it was such an awesome show. I understand the the one thing I would have liked is if they had played some of their older stuff because they were kind of focusing on some of their newest stuff, which I don't mind because like they just they were still kind of going on the hardwire to self destruct thing. I still enjoy that album. I've been listening to it. It's all right. Yeah, it's I, like I like death it, magnetic was like high school for me and then i was like i don't want to listen to anything after death magnetic or anything yeah. before it it's kind of it's kind of similar to death magnetic except that it's a bit more like there are, it has some some gnarly riffs and it has some gnarly songs um like and uh and james hetfield's voice sounds pretty good um it's not what it used to be of course but you know that is what it is um like so, so many people, Travis, uh, say that like, like, oh, if you get old, if you get older, like you, like, look at Dave Lombardo, he can still do it, and he's pushing like his fifties, sixties, and stuff. I'm like, dude, not everyone ages the same, like, and well, that's entirely different, man. Vocals, and especially with vocals. Well, that's hard to say. Well, well like, dude, have you heard Judas Priest? Well, like, recently? I saw them. I saw yeah. them live, and now I, I saw them on their first the farewell is, tour. I was fucking pissed. I spent like three hundred <laughs> bucks on that, and then they came out with an album like two weeks later. The thing, the thing, but the, yeah, his the thing voice is, is rough. Yeah, like the the thing is that what I people see like people like oh they're still able to do that. I I see those as like exceptions. Like the fact that they can still do that is impressive, but I don't expect like if 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 like. Like for example, even with in his younger years, uh, Rob Halford couldn't hit the same notes on Painkiller in the exact same way he did on the record. It doesn't sound the same. No. He hits he hits the notes, but like he doesn't like hit it with the same. Well, there's like studio magic. Yeah, and there's studio magic. When of you course. do it live, you can't. Of course, sort through twenty I, I, takes. I get that, yeah. but like, but even then, like. I'm it's, not implying that he like edited it. Well, yeah. I'm just saying he probably did it like 40 times. There, like, yeah, hey, this is. But but like to the fact that he can hit those notes, and even even now he they tune it down to E flat, obviously to give him a break. Oh, dude, it's yeah. Yeah. I and, heard uh, Beyond the Realms of Death. It was like a live version, mm-hmm. and I, I do. Have you checked out Stained Class at all? I don't think so. No. Hands down, the best Priest album. It was the first metal album I ever heard. So yeah. obviously, I'm extremely biased, but. <laughs> Uh, Beyond the Realms of Death is the only fucking metal ballad that I could be like, this is good. Mm. This is it. This is perfect, man. It's phenomenal. And then I listened to a live version of it a couple years ago, and it was it was different. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, he's, like, fucking 64, dude. Like, yeah. I, I'm not expecting yeah. 21-year-old Halford yeah. to bang it out. Yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons why uh, Eddie Van Halen would impress me because he like never got bad he always just stayed amazing well he's lucky i feel like as like a practical uh i feel like that's the wrong term to say practical musician as mm-hmm. where you rely on your hands right as i feel opposed that to your vote your but larynx. like even with like like certain bands like like definitely with your hands it can it, but like even as you get older you start yeah, to stop and like arthritic and stuff yeah like, like that's one of the reasons why that's one, yeah that's one of the reasons why judas priest has two different guitar players well, at least one different guitar player because they're their guitar uh, player yeah kk downing uh, yeah he, he has like i think he has parkinson's yeah i think he developed parkinson's yeah which is literally i can't imagine a worse fucking disease oh to seriously have, especially as a guitar player because i listened to them play live in in uh a recording of them playing live in uh Vakken, 
I think in 2016 or 2017 or something like that with KK solo. with him and he was struggling through the painkiller solo I could just tell and I and I would everyone in the comments and me were just like oh dude yeah. it just sucks but you know hopefully hopefully whatever happens who's the singer from Motley Crue uh <laughs> Vince Neil yeah at least he didn't go out like Vince Neil, who hasn't <laughs> unfortunately gone out yet. He's still, um, still Vince Neilin' it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I okay, I like Motley Crue as as a band and stuff like that. He's definitely the one that aged the worst. He's probably the only one that I should say should probably like hang it up. I, I, think. I mean, dude, you're a multimillionaire. How come you're fat? I, yeah. You have one job. It's like to not yeah. get all like fat and disgusting looking, like, and also like to- sing. Yeah, because like <laughs> Tommy Lee can still drum it up. Nikki Six was never that good, but like whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, and Mick Mars is like he's got that degenerative bone disease in his back, but he still rips it. Does he sit? He doesn't. He nice. stands. He's like, like, and he he's had it since he was like thirty. Oh, okay, that's like not too he, bad then. Like he's he basically he's in constant pain, and his and his back like he can't turn his head, like, at all. So when you see him like walking around on stage, and he's like doing this, that's not like a persona. That's because he can't move. <laughs> like, and, it's like Ozzy, man. Have you seen oh, Ozzy seriously? recently? Ah, uh, dude. I saw Sabbath. Uh, it was like twenty thirteen. And I, I, I mean, Ozzy's never really been an energetic frontman, anyways. But... Well, like he wasn't in the past. Like he, yeah, well, like but... he, he, like when he, he would like jump around on the stage and yeah. be like, yeah, just, back, what, back, dude, in, back in the back in the hippie days. He didn't fucking move a yeah. lick, man. He got out there, he planted his feet, and he stayed there, like <laughs> hugging the microphone like that yeah. the whole time. Yeah, he's, he, I mean, like the fact that he's still alive is is just a a miracle in itself. Yeah, it's a considering how many drugs he's done and how genetic. Ma- and just everything. Wow. Surprisingly, he's not even fried like <laughs> mentally in his old age. He still seems pretty like. I mean, he still seems coherent. Pre- pretty coherent. He just, I mean, he just talks weird. No, he's British, dude. <laughs> they all talk. They all talk I mean, like that. I mean, like, no, but like he he doesn't talk British. He talks like British who just got whacked in the head like yeah no i mean but dude his fucking brain is probably completely smoothed over eh. he's he doesn't have a single wrinkle on that fucking thing it's <laughs> he's burned all that off through a lifetime of excess and yeah degenerate behavior yeah eh, well it, it, i i actually i like i listened to some of the stuff on his uh recent album he put i like solo the, yeah i like the fact that he's still putting stuff out like it's no it's good I, i've never rad. been a solo aussie fan <laughs> to be honest i mean me neither like he, he got cool songs on there and he's got some t- and randy rhodes and tight musicians and zach wilde too and and um suicide solution there you go uh-huh. it's the only solo aussie song I, I can get behind i i like crazy train bark at the moon mom mom coming home uh there's some others but like none that i can think of the the there was one he did on his album he did a song with elton john called this recent album yeah or he called ordinary man and it was actually pretty nice like i mean it's not like an aussie song is elton john the he's the piano guy the yeah. funky glasses the funky glasses sequins everywhere yeah very flamboyant oh he's gay 
Oh, I didn't know that. I thought yeah. he was just a artist, an artiste. Yeah. Now nah, he's gay. With, oh, right on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's like he's one of those guys where like I don't know if he came out as gay until later on, but like everyone totally knew. Oh yeah, or if like everyone just like assumed it. it. It's one of those things. It was like like um that guy who did the song um uh, uh careless whisper yeah. oh. george michael um how like he he never came out as gay but everyone knew about it and then like later on in life he came out as gay and everyone's like we know <laughs> what's funny is the uh it just reminds me of, like halford <laughs> i was hearing so many stories of like when halford came out like all these people were like dude there's no way halford's gay like what and this was like he came out back in the like 90s where it wasn't like as acceptable as yeah today and everyone was kind of like shocked he's but... one of those guys where even now i'm like i i mean like i could kind of see it you... but like no look at his instagram dude that guy is that guy's got gay old man <laughs> he's all he, he's feeling himself it's really cool hmm. uh no man but just like Look at pictures of him in the seventies. I mean, he's yeah, like yeah. holding a riding crop, just leather I mean, daddy. Yeah, out, yeah, like like even, nipple clamps on, and I, everyone's I, like, "Oh, what? He's just, who could have seen it coming?" Yeah, <laughs> I know. I I kind of feel that because like even, even I was watching. Um, I don't know if you know Mike with Become the Night, Mike the Music Snob, or something like that. Nah, he's a YouTuber, nah. but he like he's kind of like a, a bit of a metal elitist. He's totally into prog metal, dream theater, all that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, man. I don't care. Um, I'm not shitting on you. I was just yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, metal, yeah. the prog snobs might be the worst metalheads. I can I can feel that like on some level, but like on like yeah, he, I fuck with prog, dude. I'm yeah, not saying anything wrong about yeah, it. It's just the fans. I, are... I, I I totally feel that. Like there there can be some toxic fans out there. He's one of the, he's one of those guys. He's not very toxic. Like he loves Metallica and he 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 digs that kind of stuff. Like, but like at the same time, he's a progressive dude and you know you get a certain type of person the vibe he's got a certain vibe about him but i met the, him at nam and he, pinky up i kind of feel that but <laughs> i met him at nam and he was totally cool he was a nice guy um uh but he, he even he was doing a video on his youtube channel describing um describing 40 bands in one sentence and he said um for uh he said judas priest you saw uh rob halford going around in leather and bdsm stuff for for all these years and you still couldn't tell he was gay and i was like all right you got a point <laughs> well, it's so funny just how ingrained like leather is into metal yeah, yeah it's like it was because of like because well, of them well really. back in the, yeah it was complete pre-started the leather daddy metal shit yeah and it's like you see these guys you know wearing it you know, and they're, they're just like oh man you know, i'm the man and pretty stuff. openly like the machismo or like they're it, like it pretty openly reminds, homophobic it kind of reminds then... me of of that episode of the boondocks i don't know if you ever watched them no i've never but there's like this episode where like a there's a gay rapper who hasn't come out as gay but he starts like doing fashion stuff and so like all the rapper fans like bought like and it was like pearl necklaces <laughs> and and these like uh, wife beater shirts that would like go all down they were basically skirts and and like handbags to, to hold your gun in and stuff like that <laughs> and and so they're just like oh yeah i got the new rap merch and then he they find out that he was gay and they're just like what <laughs> looking down at themselves wearing dresses yeah totally <laughs> but even then they were just like no man i mean these pearl necklaces are pretty gnarly though <laughs> like and yeah it's a pretty funny episode um 
but yeah, I totally feel that. Um, yeah, so the Boondocks is pretty pretty funny. If you if you get around to it, it was it's it's a pretty funny uh, TV series. I've been um, meaning to get to it. It's just I haven't. Mm. Um, yeah, it they play it a few times on Adult Swim. I think uh, I don't have cable anymore, man. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all fucking mooching streaming services off my phone. I know so. that's like that's the world we live in now. It was just fucking horrible. I have like ten of them installed on my fucking Xbox, and I have to like <laughs> go through and try and remember which one I saw like a certain movie I wanted to watch on. It's, yeah. You got Disney Plus? Uh, my girlfriend's got it. I'm just ah. fucking taking advantage. I don't have of it. That. Uh, I uh, my family doesn't have it, but you know we're probably gonna end up getting it at some point. Uh, so you haven't seen the Mandalorian? I haven't seen the Mandalorian. Are you a big Star Wars guy? I am a Star Wars guy, actually. Right, I on. I love um. I I uh, actually went to with a buddy of mine who has Disney Plus, and we watched all of the seventh season of Star Wars: Clone Wars all in one sitting, and it was fantastic. Which one's better, the cartoon, the two thousand three Clone Wars cartoon, or the uh... the newer one with the animation? Yeah, which one do you think? Uh, have the... you seen the two thousand three? Yes, I have. The okay. one that was made by the guy who animated uh, for uh, yeah, J- Samurai Jack. Uh, Gennady Tartakovsky. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay, um, animation style. I gotta give it to the older one. Oh fuck yeah! For storyline, the newer one. But like even then, there's like certain things. I I want to take things that were happened with that, and bring them into the Clone Wars, especially General Grievous, because oh, yeah. in he... the original one, he was so much cooler. Like well, they made him a pussy. They did in the movies and everything. And That's... they kind of did that in the. I mean, yeah, he had his too. moments in the cartoon, but in but there weren't a lot of Every them. Every time I saw everything I've seen from, oh, well, actually, I think I've seen all of them. Yeah. I watched them like fucking five years ago, but yeah. I don't really remember too much of them. Yeah, in in I I think that the reason he's like that is because in the Clone Wars is because he was like that in the movies, and they just kind of had to. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, I feel like the. CGI cartoons they try to make it a little more like family friendly than the oh other totally one. so yeah. like you know well, it, it's well, nice like, to have you know a, you would be surprised a bad guy you would be surprised though because they have some fucked up stuff that they ha- that happened in there there's literally a moment where Grievous like knocks down a clone and crushes his chest you don't see it on on yeah, the implied, screen though. but like you see him have his foot over the guy and then you see him looking at like obi-wan kenobi and just go crunch <laughs> and 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 obi-wan just winces looks away and just says you're gonna pay for that and and there's just like because there's like compilation videos yeah. of like dark moments on that show where because like because they've had like scenes that they don't show on, they didn't have air on on uh, tv on like the cartoon, cartoon on the, network yeah because yeah. there was one where like because uh, they brought darth maul back in the cartoon which i was very skeptical about but they actually made it work and yeah no char- they, did a, they did a decent job with and that. his character I was, was kind of awesome. pissed when i heard about it like come on dude write a new fucking character i heard about that and i was just like oh no they're gonna ruin the character and then i saw his progression throughout the series and i was like Okay, this was actually well, a really good. Take this is actually a really good choice. If you take the nostalgia glasses off, Darth Maul wasn't even really a good character. Shut up. He he. No, is, he was really cool. He's but, cool. Like there, he I, says like two words. I know. That's that's, that's, that's the reason character. I like <laughs> no that, that. That's the reason why I like that they brought him back in in Clone Wars is because they were able to expand on his character well, and and 
give him a cooler like background and a and a story like what what happened after he survived and and he and the guy also the guy who voices him is an absolute like he's a star wars fan first of all and so he was he was like dedicated to getting it right and he totally did <laughs> like his because his voice because he especially in the um in the uh, seventh season because he like it shows him like he has a whole moment where like he takes on a bunch of clones without a lightsaber and it's like you know did you see rogue one yeah 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 he has like that darth vader scene at the end he's walking down a hallway and he's just like without a lightsaber just like force like yeah. slamming clones around sending things decapitating <laughs> them he like and it ends with like a clone trying to get away and then he force pull pulls the clone's arm through the blast shield door as it comes and it chops his arm off and you're just like this guy's so cool just crank it up yeah totally he he's he's um he's my favorite sith like just because of just everything and also in the clone wars season seven they brought in the original guy who played him and did the stunts for him uh like motion capture yeah and they motion captured Uh. a, a, a fight and you could totally tell because there was like these these fights where he would do signature moves that he would yeah. do like that. I don't know if if uh, I don't know if he did it in uh, I think he did it in in the uh, Phantom, Phantom Menace. Yeah. But it's this thing where he like jumps up on his leg and slams it and then does a double. It's a kind of a double jump stunt, and you he does that a few times and you're just like, yeah, it's right, it's him. And so, yeah, I. I really loved that season, except for because it had it had three storylines in it. The first one was awesome. The second one sucked, and it was totally there only to pander to feminists because it was a total like like only fe- only female like a, 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 the middle storyline of it. There was like that's only... the one about the Mandalorian chick, right? Who wants to be like queen or no? Oh uh, no, Forgive no. Me, I haven't seen it. In a no, because because it's it, the it's the final season that came out on Disney only on Disney Plus. Oh, I didn't watch it. So no. yeah, so the um the first one is like a it's a clone centered um uh story arc for the first um third of the uh, season, which the clones are like some of the best parts of the whole show oh dude that's like the only reason i watched it they originally. are so awesome and uh were you poopy when they fucking gave them personalities and shit i hate that i don't i liked them better when they were just like a faceless fucking, i like I, I don't know I actually, maybe i i, I liked them a kindred spirit to a faceless <laughs> fucking government stupid <laughs> fucking I, I liked them because it, it gave them it, it i could what I liked about them was that when you watched them, they would um, I could empathize with them as basically oh, like yeah. a a man and a soldier. They weren't just a Jedi with the Force with a lightsaber who could just take on an entire Droid army. They were men who who were like had honor and duty, and but they thought for themselves. And there were like episodes where they would do that, like where they would yeah. like where they would realize there's like an entire arc in in the. Uh, in one of the seasons where like they're taking orders from a, a jedi who uh who turns out later on is working for the sith yeah yeah but I like he, that one. yeah general Krell or something like that and they realize this isn't right what he's doing and they go up against him and they win and and it's so just it's moments like that i love so much and and 
I I uh, I don't know. There's just something about them as like whenever they have their moments, I love it. Like it's really cool stuff. And I think that's why I like the 2003 ones better because they don't say a fucking word. Uh, they just show up, do their job, they die, and you don't care. <laughs> I, don't I mean, dude, I don't know. If I was designing like a clone army, I wouldn't that give was them kind of, any sort of personality. I mean, it's that's a little of, bit of a plot hole. Yeah, 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 I know. And but like, uh, I I kind of uh, there's there's also, but that's kind of one of the things, one of the reasons why they have personality. There are so many times, like even in that thing that I was just talking about where there's like one clone who's just like no he gave us orders we have to follow them we got he's a total like fucking nerd total fucking nerd (laughs) as the libertarians and ancap would say bootlicker um and the um and the other clones were like no that's what differentiates us from droids where we we can think for ourselves that's why they did it for the cartoon just Mm. it's easier for you know kids or just anyone to watch and be like oh i I don't know man i think it 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 adds more to the story because i i just remember whatever whenever i clearly who the good guys are compared to like they're both just fucking automatons just gunning it out dying Uh uh-huh yeah i i just i i enjoyed it whenever i knew there was going to be a clone centered uh story i always knew i was going to like it because oh those are the whole reasons i watched that show to begin with man that's uh but yeah in the seventh season the first because it has three story arcs that um basically the there's like the first third of it the middle third and then the last third the first and the last one are fantastic because the first one is all all about the clones the last one is all about order 66 and all the stuff that happens there and it's a real tearjerker i'm not gonna lie i cried oh god yeah (laughs) i it did because i grew up with these characters bro like and (laughs) then i see some of them dying and i'm just like and but the middle one was absolute garbage and like everyone agrees because it was literally only there to have like female lead characters and like some adventure that no one cares about and like i i feel like it was only there just to pander was that, to, a, like, was that done by disney that last season um yeah so that sounds like kathleen kennedy <laughs> uh, yeah seriously like that th- like and I, I hate it whenever uh, a series does that, not just because it's so annoying, but, like, I know that it can be done. That, uh, there You can have a female lead and not have it be, like, some pander. Like, like take well, Kill just, Bill, for example. It's just lazy writing. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, like Kill Bill, for example. Like, I love those two movies. Never once do I think it's a female lead i just take into account it's a female lead and i'm just like cool like because it works with the story it's it's the the he's writing a story not writing the character i don't know if kill bill is like the one for me to be like yeah there's actually character development because there isn't much character development. i mean i'm not even talking about character development i'm just talking about like characters as as, in general No, it has to be someone that's like good i feel like the hugest issue i see when i see like feminists like writing not really bashing feminists but like kathleen kennedy is I fuck. Yeah. anytime she touches something it's like how do we like we can't make this character have any faults because oh no because people might think that people, there's an issue oh my gosh but if you have a completely faultless character you just wrote a boring ass character yeah what's that captain marvel captain marvel a fucking yeah. boring ass character she's good at everything uh-huh and, and it's and like okay the pro- and i don't the biggest want to watch pro- someone be good at anything and the biggest everything. problem with like that Superman. is that that in, in that 
in itself creates a plot hole because then like she could like just end the movie series right there because she's that powerful but she can't because then we wouldn't have more movies that's why suicide squad's my favorite movie dude (laughs) tell me why fucking loved it tell me why i can't even remember a single thing about the plot i've seen it like twice (laughs) i can't even fuck seriously yeah i hated that movie Uh, i'm not a big superhero but i enjoyed some of the characters like the australian guy was funny i think oh yeah captain boomerang he's funny um i like how they took like a useless character and we're like hey yeah there you go this is the best guy in the movie Uh, fucking jared leto's obnoxious uh, will smith is will smith Smith would have been cool if they like just made him deadshot they just made him a killing machine but yeah they had to be like oh i'm doing it for my family and my wife i need to get it it's like no fuck you dude just i don't want to see that out of a villain margaret robbie killed it like she was she was great as harley quinn in my opinion oh yeah she's it's not Harley Quinn's not, just like, the it. deepest character for me. Neither. She's not the deepest character. I, I, just, I find both Harley Quinn and the Joker insufferable solely because okay, they're, um, they're fucking overdone, man. And if I had a nickel for every, like, white trash couple I've seen <laughs> being like, ah, this is my Harley. Like, fuck it. Fuck I, I understand that. Except I under- the recent Joker. Oh, Really good. I like that movie. What do you think about Heath Ledger? Uh, Heath Ledger's solid. Yeah, that, uh, the Chris okay. Nolan stuff was really good. I wish they Jack could... Nicholson. Yeah, he, he I Jack actually Nicholson was. I'm not a big superhero guy. I mm. haven't watched back. I didn't grow up with him, so I don't. The have Joker any, like, is my favorite. Ties. My favorite super. My favorite villain of all time in my for me, just because I I love his character and how he's written and how he's such a perfect foil for Batman. Yeah, yeah. Like and and like uh, what. There's an animated one where Batman like just fucking murders the Joker. Which one? It was he like raped Cat or Batwoman. Um, he well he didn't he didn't kill him, but it's called the Killing Joke. Um, that's, is that the one where it like ends in like the tunnel of love and he just like, oh no savage, that's not the that's not the same one that's him. that's um that's a a different um I, I think remember. it's called like I think it's it's its own version of the Dark Knight. But it's like it's not the Dark Knight in this. It's based off of the comics. Okay. Like, yeah, I saw that one when I was like half drunk at like three a.m. once, and I was like, "This is really fucking good." Yeah, the the dude um, voicing the Joker, he was in the Saw movies, and he played the. Um, he he was also in a TV series called uh, Person of Interest. Um, I haven't seen it. I, yeah. I I I don't know if you'd recognize him. He he had, he wasn't a big thing in the Saw movie, but he was in the first one, and he was the the nurse with glass who was like i've never even seen the saw movies oh, dude. you're talking to a fucking okay Luddite. Um, okay i i thought <laughs> I, I thought you of all people would have no seen the I'm, saw not, I'm not a big horror guy i'm not uh, a big uh i like i am i like the cheesier shit like uh, i'm not a big slasher i'm not like in a gore porn like, or any of that. like what are you what are you kind of into i'm a oh, fuck man let me like the thing, I think the thing is like oh, the perfect that's a, movie. That is yeah. a masterpiece. That is no, my but favorite. I, I like the weirder, like John Carpenter shit more than. I do fucking, like the weird stuff. Yeah. I I um I, I like, like slashers. They're classic, you know, like Freddy, Jason, uh-huh. all them. Yeah. I, dude, I I've seen a fuck ton of them, and I couldn't even tell you mm-hmm. the plots any of them because I I just don't. I it doesn't stimulate me, man. I I can't yeah. watch like. Oh, what's gonna happen? Is he gonna kill the fucking big titty blonde chick? <laughs> and then like five minutes later, you're like, oh, he killed the big titty blonde chick. I like, yeah, 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 yeah. I I understand that. I I like the weird stuff too. I like, I like. The the problem is with horror movies is that they were 
good back in the 90s and the 70s and the 80s and stuff like that. But after that, they started to just rehash the formula. Dude, name one good fucking 2000 to 2010 horror movie that didn't fucking blow. Okay. Uh, the CGI gore and all the fucking... The Saw movies. Started. Oh, yeah, fuck, okay. I gotta I, say that. I haven't seen them. Um, the Saw movies did it really well. Um, nah, okay. Paranormal Activity 12, dude. <laughs> my favorite. I fucking Man. love that movie. There, there, I mean, like, there were some decent movies there, but, like, in, in that time period, but it just kind of went, uh, Have you seen Truth or Dare? I have seen that. I'm sorry, dude. Dude, I uh I took my girlfriend. It was like one of our first dates, right? I, I just started seeing this chick, and I was like, "Hey, you're talking about the truth or dare where there's like truth or dare." Yeah, yeah. Um, she movie. wanted to see a quiet place, which was really fucking. Good. Oh, that's good. A quiet place was great, right? That was so awesome. And we got there, and we're ordering the ticket, and then I saw Truth or Dare was on there, and I was like, "Hey, oh no, let's see this one you... instead." Oh no! And then it was just me and her in the theater alone, and uh, it was horrible. Oh it was god, fucking miserable. And then I looked at how much it cost. It was eighty million dollars, dude. Wow. Somebody got eighty million dollars to make that, and it's money laundering. The There's pro- no way. <laughs> There's no way that like the, someone pitched that script and was like, "Hey, this is gonna be a the good thing movie. that I hate the most about some of these movies is that they could have been good. There are good story, there are good villains, there are good character, there are good plots, but it just, ah, like like for me, an example is a movie called The Bye Bye Man. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, I saw it on like Netflix like okay. twenty times, oh, yeah. and I always just. Yeah, okay, so basically the idea is that these kids, like, are staying at this house that they're, like, having a weekend or at or whatever. It's not, like, an out-of-place house. It's, like, in, in, like, the neighborhood or whatever. And they find a a name called uh, the Bye-Bye Man. And basically the idea is once you see the name or speak it, the Bye-Bye Man will come after you, and he's in your head and he'll try to get you. That could have been good but the characters sucked the situations sucked i rewatch it recently because i was like i remember watching it and thinking this was all right and then i like but that was back when i had like no real standard for how a horror movie is supposed to be and i went back to rewatch it and i was like oh god this is terrible terrible yeah oh it's a light have you seen lights out i did esteban convinced me to watch it and the way he convinced me to watch it was he told me all the good parts of it. And I was like, dude, I'm going to okay. watch This sounds so good. And then I watched it, and I was like, there's literally four good parts to the whole movie. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, and I, it's not consistent. It's, like the, yeah. The villain isn't consistent to what they're yeah. able to do. That is that is something. Like, I, I rewatched that one, too, and the same at the same time. Lights Out is not a bad movie. It's just not that. Oh, it's mediocre. It's, 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 it's kind of thoroughly it's mediocre. Like, it's like, eh. <laughs> and And, and – and also, yeah, it's the same thing with the Bible Man. There are so many cool things that they could have done with that. Dude, the whole premise of it is, is it wicked. Could only move in the darkness, which and is and you can only cool. yeah, like, and it's wicked. And, and the character turns out is cool. that it's like, oh, I'm actually alive. I'm just invisible, and it's like, fuck off, bro. Like, yeah, seriously. Um, and then it's yeah. like, and for some reason, right? So it can only move when it's pitch black. Uh-huh. And in one scene, it turns the lights off on them. Uh-huh. And then it never does it again for the rest of the movie. Why yeah. the fuck? Because if it could just turn the lights off, it could just do everything it wanted it to. It did that. It did. Yeah, because it did that in the I'm, first. I'm sorry, scene. I'm it heated, did... man. That, oh, don't I worry. Wait, I, I get... wasted like an hour and a half. 
I get heated with that. I get heated <laughs> I with that kind of that stuff movie. too. Yeah, like I get heated with that stuff too. I'm very passionate about my horror movies, <laughs> seriously. Because because I if I if it's not like I I I will stand. I'm real snob about the horror movies that I want to watch. If it like I look at Rotten Tomatoes just for about every horror movie I see, and if it's less than than seventy five. Then I consider it to be not at all. That worth is so my time. funny because almost every horror movie is like I've never, very rarely are you gonna find one that's I like, know. hey, this movie's above eighty percent on I Rotten know. Tomatoes. I know that's the problem. And, and well, no, you just have to lower the bar. I know. You just have to accept that's that you're about problem. to watch a fucking. I know. Kind of shitty movie. I know, <laughs> but I can't. That's what I. Th- I can't. I physically can't. It's a... like, um, there. But there have been some good ones. Hereditary. Dude, don't. I I really want to watch it. I haven't uh, seen Hereditary. And, Hereditary and Midsummer. Yeah, I've heard Midsummer is solid too. They are. My sister hates them. My si- my my sister and I we watch horror movies together, because um, we both dig them, but we both kind of like different kinds of horror movies. She likes some of the more like um, like paranormal ghosts and and stuff, and 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 I've been trying to show her like some of the classics. Like we watched The Thing together. We've been watch going through like. Like some of the older classic horror movies with like slashers and stuff. Like we watched Halloween recently, and that was have rad. You seen the uh, Wicker Man? I have not. It's on Netflix, dude. The nineteen seventies Wicker Man. It's nice. easily one of the best horror movies of all time. I'll have to it's check not it even out. really a horror movie. It's just kind of creepy the whole time. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, is, yeah. is it kind of like, uh, like um, Midsummer uh, was a kind of like Blair Witch? No, no. Uh, Midsummer, from what I've heard, is like a blatant rip off of it. Oh, and then they made a wicker man in like 2004 with mm. nicholas cage and it's fucking trash <laughs> but the original one has like christopher lee in it and a bunch okay. of other weird british people that i don't fucking know that's rad yeah um yeah midsummer and hereditary they're a certain type of horror movie and she hated them because it basically it's i like the technique it basically it it has a build-up for about like three fourths of the movie, like where nothing's really happening, but it's building you up to something happening, and then it just goes all out for the last fourth of the movie, where it all co- all comes together and shit just gets real. And 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 I I kind of dig that because like when shit does get real, my reaction is always just like oh, like I I literally I took a picture of my face reacting to the last like 20 minutes of midsummer and i was like i heard it's pretty it's pretty uh pretty rough like how so kind of hard to watch like certain parts of it um midsummer? something about like eating like a uterus or is that another oh movie? yeah oh, okay like, yeah um there is there is certain... I, I mean i don't want any spoilers because yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there there point. are certain parts it, it came out like four years ago it's, it's a fault. weird it's a weird movie midsummer because it's all kind of about a cult yeah, like, yeah. and so it's um there are certain things about it that are like ritualistic and stuff like that and so i think there was something about like eating like period like period blood or or, or oh, uterus hell or, yeah, or yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah or some shit like that it, but like <laughs> brave yeah man that's what that is it's being a, a real man <laughs> but yeah and i i really dig it I, I thought it was a really good movie, but my sister hated it because there was a lot of nudity at one point. Um, 
and is your sister i i know you're somewhat religious your sister yeah we're also. both we're both religious and i i feel I, like you're a little more uh, liberal on all that but, i can uh, i mind i can mind it like i cannot mind it and and just be like and treat it as like okay we're just gonna watch it okay they're doing this this is weird and i'm just gonna but like it could be important to the plot and in this case it kind of was but she was just like oh my gosh i can't watch it she walked out of of the of the the room respect that yeah and i was i was and i was like okay fine but the the one thing that i hate is that she just because of that one scene she hates the rest of the movie oh yeah and i was like oh come on it's but whatever um my girlfriend was like that with uh um, the Wicker Man, the original one. There's a scene for some reason that just like, I she fell asleep during it. She usually, <laughs> if we watch a movie on like a work night, she'll just fall asleep like immediately, and I'll mm. stay up till like two in the morning watching it. And be like, babe, that was so fucking good. You I, fucked I feel up. That. Yeah. But she, uh, she fell asleep and she woke up and they they go into like a folk song mm. and they're like singing like as they're like dancing around a maypole and uh-huh. they're like singing a song and yeah. she's like, this is a fucking musical. What are you trying to get me to watch? <laughs> I was like. It's not though. <laughs> it's uh, really good, believe I to- me. Yeah, I totally feel like and like after staying that though, up. she didn't want to watch the movie again. I was like, uh. I totally feel like staying up because I've been I've been hanging out with um I've been going to over to uh, Eli's place. Yeah, he lives uh, like right next to you, doesn't? Yeah, he? he lives in Huntington Beach, like twenty minutes. Away. Oh yeah, why didn't you call and, him? Dude? Uh, Get Eli in on this. <laughs> at one point, maybe yeah. yeah. Uh, but like uh, but I've been going over to his place. Like I was there last night and. Uh, we just been hanging out for a lot of times during the quarantine, and uh, what will usually happen is fucking <laughs> <laughs> catch the coof, dude. Well, you gotta be nah. careful. Yeah, live in fear, man. <laughs> live in fear. But what will usually happen is that we'll like watch some like South Park or YouTube videos or whatever, and he will fall asleep because I'm one of those people who can like stay up today, tomorrow, today, all night, and the next day. And he's one of those guys who will like go get to bed up, at 10 p.m. Go to bed at go to bed and just start nodding off. So there's actually this video. I actually want to show you this right now, where he um he fell asleep. The, it's the first time where he fell asleep, and this is actually the first time I had ever seen someone fall asleep in front of me, like and like actually see the process of someone going like. Uh. <laughs> oh, you got like, like a slow mo. I, I watched him fall asleep in like the space of ten seconds, and I totally just took advantage of the that, and I just started <laughs> stacking shit on his head. Oh fuck, dude, you got him good. Oh yeah. For so, all the I, fans yeah. out there, man, he's got a pizza box, four a, stuffed animals, and a white claw chilling no, on his uh, noggin. No, 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 I got. He's got a white claw, a pizza box. Uh, a stuffed animal and a gnome, <laughs> a freaking garden gnome, and and he was just straight up dead. It's amazing. Like you can hear him snoring. He's got some good hair going, dude. Oh yeah, fucking totally. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got some good gains. He's growing it out. He's now he's got a a bit of a beard and a stash growing. Oh yeah. He's looking pretty good. I haven't I haven't seen him in a fucking year now, almost yeah. since this whole fucking quarantine shit yeah, started. Yeah, when when I first started hanging out with him a few months ago i hadn't seen him since he uh since he played with you guys and subbed for you at the whiskey remember that night yeah yeah i hadn't seen him since then that was like a year and a half yeah that was, that was a decent amount of time yeah and i was just like damn it has been a while since i've seen you and then now we hang out like just about every week yeah. and uh yeah he's good people man i like him. yeah he's a nice guy uh the last time this that i went to hang out with him not including last night 
but I went over it. He and a friend of his were smoking pot and watching uh, Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, the new one. The new one. Do you do you watch Joe Rogan at all? Any of that? Uh, not much, but like I'll watch him on occasion. Did you see the Alex Jones one? I did see a bit. Alex of it. Alex Jones is a force of nature. <laughs> Seriously, fucking that guy's fucking amazing. I don't, <laughs> he has. He sounds. I like don't a, believe a word he says, <laughs> but he's like the he most has, entertaining human being on the planet. He has the voice of a gravelly road. It's... Oh, dude, he's the perfect storm. He has it all. He has the fucking voice. He has the enthusiasm. He has mm-hmm. the weird batshit fucking god knows what he's talking about yeah but then like what's kind of funny that is whole that video like, did you see where joe rogan was like fact checking him yeah and he's right mm-hmm. but he just says it in the dumbest fucking way possible yeah. it was amazing man yeah. it's like performance art <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i i couldn't even really stand to watch alex jones because I, I i'm not against him or anything like that and 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 he why <laughs> you sound like you're against him <laughs> fucking globalist you fucking globalist you globalist scum fucking chicom globalist <laughs> that's what they want you to hear yeah um but like he talks so fast and he just throws all of the stuff at you that i can't even Dude, fact check vomit like it's just, <laughs> just so much information at set at once and i can't even i can't even comprehend it enough to fact check it how long have we been doing this for and we're finally getting into politics We've been doing it for about an hour now. Oh, yeah. Finally into politics. I'm Let's down. Go, dude. Hey, what's your opinion on uh, the apartheid in Israel? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I refuse to touch that. I don't, have opi- I don't have any opinions on it, so don't even. I don't even know enough talk. about what's happening overseas. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we have like 12-year-olds eating out of trash cans. I don't give a fuck Damn. what happens till that's done. Dude. Yeah, and, seriously. Like, dealt with. Yeah, like I, I, I totally get that. Like, because – I mean, I'm all for, like, helping out a country if they ask for it or if there's, like, some shit happening. But, like, at this point, it's just overkill. I don't from, know, what I, from what I've seen. In my opinion, it's uh, not our fucking job, dude. Yeah. And, like, anytime <laughs> we've ever done it, it's uh, it's for our benefit. It's not like, uh-huh. hey, we're doing it to give them democracy. It's like, yeah, we're doing it to throw this puppet guy in. We're doing it to – so-and-so company makes $80,000 javelin missiles and we want to go blow up some fucking 16-year-old kids in a yeah. Tacoma. I mean, like, like for for example, the one thing that, like, I've, I've seen recently that I would be willing to get behind is that, um, is uh, the Turks uh, killing... Oh, uh, the Armenian? With the Ar- killing Armenian the Armenians. Uh, Azerbaijan? Yeah, from what I... Because I, I, um, I went with Eli... Uh, to, it wasn't Armenian, really a, uh, it wasn't really a Trump rally but it was a uh, it was a uh, like Trump was eating lunch at the at an island in Newport Beach and oh, they I like, you meant at like islands Trump, <laughs> Trump's hitting up Trump islands in islands. fucking Newport I'd be like dude that's so awesome I don't even eat at islands man I'm I'm better than that what are you doing bro you billionaire fucking eating a $17 cheeseburger you piece of shit that's awesome <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. No, he he went to an because the, there's an island kind of thing, kind of similar uh, to this. Yeah, I think it was, and and he went to one of the restaurants, and Secret Service like locked the whole island down, and um, they brought him in, and and a bunch of Trump supporters came to show their support. Um, and Eli's a Trump supporter. I'm not a Trump supporter, but I'm not a Trump hater. Like he does things that I like, and he does things I don't like. I'm not gonna vote for him. Or I, anything, I respect but, like, it. Yeah, um, 
but um like uh I, I was still it was like oh okay like maybe i could talk to some people get some opinions learn a thing or two i because i i haven't really gone to many i don't really go to political rallies or anything like that um and so that was really the first one that i'd gone to or anything like that and it was uh it was interesting on a few different levels um because i met some some characters um <laughs> Um, and then I did see Trump at one point when he was driving out, and he drove out in the in the beast, and I saw the limo. I saw, yeah, I saw him wave out the window. Got a little picture of him. Oh, that's and, cool. And it was pretty rad. Um, but um, yeah. So what were we talking about? We were talking about oh yeah, and so with the Armenians, because um, I there were a lot of Armenians who came there. And, oh yeah, to, and trying to get some kind of word out of the White yeah, House. That and day. and. And I, I I didn't know anything about it because I saw I just saw these flags and I was like okay, what what do these flags mean and they were like oh it's the Armenian flag because uh, talking about the Armenians and some young teenagers uh, kind of told me about all this shit that was happening and I was like wow this is this is very interesting I didn't know about anything about this oh dude it's a it's a I mean I, hole, I knew man. about the the first Armenian genocide that was happen that yeah, had yeah. happened but I didn't know that they were going out, out to do it again. Uh, that's well, not well, like, really what it is. I mean, like, so, they were taken out. At least from out. what I've gathered is Turkey, and every, like, Turkish person that I've ever had an unfortunate encounter with online where they're, like, calling me a fucking... I had some dude flex the fact that it's um, not uh, Constantinople anymore. <laughs> some, like, Turkish guy on, like, Facebook was like, it'll never be Constantinople again. It's Istanbul, you fucking Western piece of shit. I was like... Okay, I, I don't really care. <laughs> like, well, are you flexing Istanbul on me right now? But apparently, uh, Turkey's like a really weird country as far as like their nationalism goes, where they yeah. want to be the recreation of the Ottoman Empire, yeah. and they're kind of acting through Azerbaijan to, for some reason, fuck with Armenia, which is literally a dirt patch. Yeah, it's like a mountainous dirt patch in the fucking caucus steps yeah and they just mind their own business and drink fucking like goat milk and shit and <laughs> i i think what it is is uh as a whole like armenians are like a majority christian state mm -hmm. and they're yeah it's the uh, um the armenian uh, christians that are being killed yeah yeah and specifically I think, um yeah well i mean i don't i don't know enough about it to me know. neither to be honest like i i i just heard from from what i they were telling me it there and and uh, what I had heard, and I was just like, man, that's fucked. And I kind of, I kind of, like, I, I, the only reason I really know that Armenia exists, honestly, is through System of a Down. Oh, that's really funny, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> I started listening to System of a Down, and then I saw that a lot of their lyrics were talking about stuff like that, and, and I learned about the Armenian genocide, and, and that they're all Yeah, Armenian. no, shit's fucked. Uh, we still have never officially acknowledged it. Oh yeah, as a nation. dude, it's so it's so fucked. It's... And and then even like when when um, when uh, System of a Down was going to go play on a tour with like Slayer and stuff in Turkey, and they were not guaranteed their freedom of speech, and so they just said, "Fuck it, we're not going." We're yeah, not no. Play there. Uh, Turkey's pretty rough. Uh. You could uh, get jail time for insulting Ataturk, who was their fucking like prime minister after World War One what yeah so so ataturk was the one who after the ottoman empire collapsed yeah they reformed into turkey which is weird because there is no actual turkish identity like turkish is not like an ethnic group it's just their whole goal yeah. was to 
reshape the Ottoman Empire, bring it into we're gonna like kind of band under like one thing to make us nationalists because it's a whole fuck ton of little subcultures there and uh mm-hmm. the only thing that they have in common at the time was that they spoke the turkic language mm-hmm. and then they're like hey this is how we're going to nationalize so but they have it still to the point where if you say something bad about Ataturk publicly in turkey you could face jail that's fucked yeah damn they're uh they're pretty weird <laughs> they're, they're like a holdover man it's the same yeah. with like pakistan or iran where they're still mm-hmm. like clinging to like you know almost imperialistic doctrine of like the early 1900s yeah the rest of the world just does it quietly now instead of openly yeah. invading <laughs> yeah, yeah. 